This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, April 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Ag Order 4.0 stalls at state agency. Citrus crop smallest in 50 years. New food price warning. And rural community liaisons launch. Newsom expects more drought dollars in May revise. Governor Newsom is just weeks away from unveiling his revised budget proposal, and he's already teasing out new provisions. While touring a hydroelectric facility at Oroville Dam yesterday, Newsom noted the $750 million in drought relief from the January proposal and said likely more will be coming next month. His initial proposal had set aside another $250 million to tap into for more relief if the drought progressed into spring. But Newsom was quick to dispel any hope for additional dollars going into surface water storage. He said, we need something to fill those dams up with, echoing environmental criticisms that new reservoirs would go unfilled during the drought. Ag groups fear delays in review of Ag Order 4.0. A regulation that would cap fertilizer applications has been under review at the state water board for a year. The Central Coast Regional Board approved Ag Order 4.0 last April, with ag and conservation groups immediately filing petitions for the state board to step in. Yesterday, the Ag Coalition urged the state to speed up the review process. The coalition is contesting new requirements for growers that will take effect at the end of 2023. We don't just flip a switch, said Tess Dunham, a partner at Consors and Conway, LLP, representing the coalition. There's a lot of planning and time and effort that goes into new requirements. Dunham hoped the board would grant a stay of those provisions of a draft if a draft of the order is not available by the end of this year. That would buy staff more time for reviewing the complex order. Citrus crop to be the smallest in 50 years. The latest U.S. citrus crop forecast puts the current growing season down 13% from last year, making it the smallest in more than 50 years. The USDA's Economic Research Service reports orange production is down 15%, which likely contributed to a 9% price increase in February. That according to California Citrus Mutual. An industry forecast shows the naval orange crop production could decline as much as 30%. Imports for fresh oranges, meanwhile, have been up 36%, with Chile sending 320% more to the U.S. than a year ago. On the bright side, U.S. lemon crop, grown almost entirely in California, is up 10%. Yellen. Serious implications from food crisis. World leaders are struggling to address the spikes in commodity prices that are taking a bite out of global economic growth and likely to increase food insecurity. The International Monetary Fund now predicts food costs will increase globally by 14% this year and continue to rise well into 2023. The IMF and World Bank are warning that the impact will fall especially hard on poorer countries where people spend a substantial part of their income on food. 
Food insecurity has serious implications for economic well-being, social and political stability. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned yesterday on a webinar with finance ministers representing the G20 and G7. She pledged the Biden administration's assistance in trying to offset the impact of the food crisis. Now take note, many African countries that are heavily reliant on food and energy imports and therefore are many vulnerable people there, said Malhar Nabar, who leads the IMF World Economic Studies Division. It will be especially difficult for countries with high debt levels to assist needy citizens, he said. Now, for more on the issue, you can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also look at supply chain challenges involving both trucking and rail service. White House looks to aid rural communities. The White House is launching an effort today to make it easier for rural communities to get access to federal assistance. The USDA Managed Rural Partners Network will use federal employees to work with local leaders on navigating federal programs. The federal workers will be known as community liaisons, and the lessons from their interactions with local communities supposed to inform future policy development and spending decisions. Now take note, the initiative will initially be targeted to select Indian tribes and counties in five states, including Arizona, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, and New Mexico. The program will later expand to several other states, including North Carolina and Wisconsin. By providing one-on-one support to these communities, we can lay their foundation for people to build healthy, successful futures on their own terms. That the word of Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. Appeals Court Clears Path for Labor Case a group of Mexican veterinarians can proceed with a lawsuit against an Idaho dairy that they say employed them as general laborers. The vets thought they were being recruited for their education, but mostly ended up performing menial labor. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals says the vets, quote, alleged that defendants' bait-and-switch tactics violated applicable federal statutory prohibitions on forced labor by, among other things, abusing the TN visa program, the court says. The TN program was set up under the North American Free Trade Agreement. The ruling reversed and remanded a lower court decision. Here's today's She Said It. I don't want to go down the road of having things applied that then get pulled back, like TSA mask mandates for people in the middle of airplanes. Dunham comparing regulatory uncertainty over Ag Order 4.0 to a judge's decision this week to void a national mask mandate for planes. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, April 20th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.